The message you're about to hear has been made possible by the continued financial support of the friends and partners of Faith Hill. To find out more about how to become a partner, be sure to visit faithhill.tv. Good morning, Faith Hill Church. Uh, this is Pastor T, and man, what a privilege, what an opportunity. Uh, another opportunity from our Lord and Savior Jesus to just celebrate and to get into His Word. And uh, so I just want to take this opportunity to welcome you to service. Man, the worship and the praise and worship, man, they just continue to bless us, and we are just so thankful uh, to God. They are a blessing, and uh, Man, if you see any of them online, come on, give them a thumbs up and just tell them you are a blessing. So last week we started off uh, a brand new series and we were teaching from my book called Every Prayer Answered. And uh, we, we, we started off uh, talking about, uh, you know, Jesus teaching us how to pray and how he, in Matthew chapter number six, as he was teaching us how to pray, uh, he started off by teaching us how not to pray. And so we talked about uh, that last week. If you didn't get to uh, join the service, please be sure to visit our website. You'll be able to uh, get that teaching. And uh, so today uh, we're going to continue uh, to talk about a prayer. And one of the things I want to reiterate is that uh, prayer is not us presenting a grocery list uh, before God. Prayer is an opportunity for us to fellowship uh, with our Heavenly Father. And uh, so today we are taking it a, a step further. Last week we talked about what prayer wasn't. And uh, the dawns of prayer, as Jesus puts it in Matthew chapter number 6, uh, verse 5, he says, when you pray, thou shalt not, or when you pray, don't. And now we want to uh, uh, discover the do's of prayer. When you pray, do this. What does the Bible have to say about that? I, I say an interesting uh, statement in my book uh, as we start to venture into the do's of prayer. And this is what I said in my book, open quote, uh, praying ignorantly will not only produce a lack of results, but it will also frustrate your prayer life. So, you know, you need to have insight, you need to have knowledge uh, when it comes to prayer. We know that scripture says in Hosea chapter number four, verse six, that uh, people perish because they lack uh, knowledge and I believe uh, our prayers can be less effective uh, when we don't do it uh, informed by the Bible based uh, knowledge of the Word of God for prayer. And so, quickly, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter number six. I'm going to be reading from verse 18, Ephesians uh, chapter number six, and I will be reading uh, from verse 18. I'm reading in the NIV. Uh, if you're following uh, along. And it says in the, in the Bible, in Ephesians 6, 18, in the NIV, it says, this is the Apostle Paul, uh, uh, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, talking to the uh, church at Ephesus primarily, but ultimately to you and I. He says his words, he says, and pray in the Spirit uh, on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. I want to draw your attention to uh, how the Apostle Paul 
encourages the church to pray here. He says, you know, I encourage you, pray always, pray uh, at all occasions. And uh, he doesn't, again, last week we discovered that prayer is not a certain posture because if it was, then I'm not praying right now. I'm preaching and that would be, uh, uh, you know, breaking the Lord's uh, instruction. But prayer is not a posture. Prayer is, is fellowship. And while I'm preaching, I'm in constant communion and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And he gives me the words. He inspires me uh, to minister the words. And as he did, drops them, as I download them from the Spirit, Spirit as he gives me inspiration, I get to uh, do the utterance, but I'm still in fellowship with the Lord, and, and, and it all makes sense when you come to it uh, with this mindset, but this is what it says. He says, pray at all occasions with all kinds of prayers. So, brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you this morning that there are different kinds uh, of prayers, and these different kinds of prayers have different guidelines according to God's word on how you approach them uh, if you're going to be effective and uh, uh, efficient in uh, operating in them. Again, remember to pray ignorantly will not only limit the results that you get from prayer, but it will frustrate your prayer life. A lot of people uh, say, you know, pastor, I tried this prayer thing and, and it didn't work. No, you probably didn't try it in line with the Bible. You didn't try it biblically. And when you try it religiously, when you try it traditionally, uh, we read last week in Mark uh, chapter number 7, 13, it says that the traditions of man uh, make the gospel of none effect. They, they make void uh, the power that's in the gospel. So we need to uh, move from tradition into Bible, and that's what we're going to be doing. So the Apostle Paul says, pray with all kinds of prayer. God has given us this privilege called prayer, and with it comes a variety of prayers, a variety of ways to approach Him. Why? Because God is not a monotonous God. He is a God of variety. Amen? And He wants you to approach Him uh, in these different uh, ways. And so in my book, uh, Every Prayer, I I list about seven different kinds of prayer that I uh, could see in the Word of God. This is by no means the exhaustive list of the different kinds of prayers that are in the Word of God, but this is what I could see. This is what the Holy Spirit uh, revealed to Tafara. He may reveal uh, more to you. Praise God. Go for it. But to me, he revealed these different uh, uh, seven different kinds of prayers. Uh, and, and, and what the scripture has to say about them. And so, uh, starting today, we're going to be venturing in and discussing these different uh, uh, kinds of prayers and what the Bible has to say about it, the different guidelines. These different kinds of prayers are almost similar to the different sports that we have in the world. We have basketball, we have volleyball, we have hockey, uh, we have soccer, you know, football, we have all kinds of different sports. And, and these different sports uh, have different guidelines and regulations and uh, uh, understanding how to apply the specific regulation to each sport will help you be a success in that particular sport. Uh, you will not get much uh, 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 results applying basketball uh, regulations and guidelines playing football. You, you're not going to get very far. And it's the same thing with these different kinds of prayers. They all uh, uh, operate in different uh, regulations according to what we see in God's word. And so we're going to be talking about the prayer of petition, uh, which is known as the prayer of asking. And a lot of people major in this one. <laughs> but there are different other ways that you should be uh, fellowshipping with 
with your heavenly father. There's also the prayer of intercession. Uh, that's number two. Number three, we're going to be talking about the prayer of praise and thanksgiving. And uh, we're also going to be talking about the prayer of meditation. A lot of people don't know that meditation is a form of prayer. Uh, we're going to talk about that in uh, Psalm chapter number five and what it says about meditation as a form of prayer and so on and so forth. And we're also going to talk about the prayer of consecration. It's uh, the only prayer on this list uh, where you can actually use the phrase, uh, Lord, uh, let your will uh, uh, be or, 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 or according to your will. You know, it's, it's one of those uh, prayers where you don't have a specific written uh, will. For example, if you get two jobs and you don't know which one to, to pick, there is not a specific verse in the Word of God that will tell you you should get, you know, this job. Uh, but you can actually say, Lord, I want to get the job that's your will. I want to submit myself, consecrate myself to your will. Uh, whatever your will is, that's what I'm going to do. It's called the prayer of consecration. Uh, uh, the prayer of agreement is also something we're going to talk about. And we're also going to talk about praying in tongues, which is a powerful tool that God gave to the church and to the believer. And so we're going to be talking about all these different kinds of prayers and the regulations and the guidelines that will help you be a success uh, in these different kinds of prayers. And today we want to start off by talking about the prayer of petition or the prayer of asking and uh, quickly let's go to first John chapter number five and we're going to read uh, verse 14 uh, first John chapter number five I'm reading verse 14 in the New King James Bible it's our primary uh, uh, um, uh, Bible version and this is what it says it says and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and, you know, it goes on to say that if, we, if he hears us, then we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him, or we know that God has already answered those things that we have asked uh, of him. There are two key words that are, uh, or phrases that I want you to pay attention to as we read this verse again, which will help us understand how to operate in the prayer of asking or the prayer of petition. And it says in 1 John 5 verse 14, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything, now if you stopped right there, uh, you can be misled. If you stopped right there, you can, you can actually get into some, you know, weird, crazy things. Uh, um, but it, it continues. It says, if we ask anything according to his will, that's the key, that's the kicker right there, according to his will. So if we ask anything that is in line with God's will, you see, if I took you to a restaurant, let's say I take you to, to Nando's to eat, you know, uh, uh, praise God, and if, as we walk into Nando's, if I say this, uh, hey, listen, uh, you can have anything that you want. The understood context is you can have anything that you want that's on the menu, uh, of Nando's. Uh, that's the understood context. You know, it, it would be uh, uh, out of context if you said, oh, you know what? I can have anything. Yeah, you can have anything. Well, then can I have sushi? <laughs> no, you can't. You know why? Because it's not on the menu. And it's the same thing with, with, with asking God. We have to ask, watch this now, according to the menu, according to his will. It has to be in line with what's on the grace menu. That's what I like to call it. As God provides vision for it. You know, because some people will say, hey, if I ask anything, in fact, a lot of people would uh, read Mark chapter number uh, 11, 
Verse 24, which says, whatsoever thing you desire, when you pray, believe you've received it, and you shall have it. And they say, there you see, Pastor T, Scripture says, whatsoever thing I desire. Well, I desire somebody else's spouse. Well, that's not on the menu. You can't desire that when you're in the wrong restaurant. <laughs> or oh, I desire to rob a bank and, and, and not to get caught. Well, that's not on the menu. So when he says, whatsoever thing you desire, in fact, if you started the background of the word, whatsoever in that particular verse is the word ramatos is saying whatsoever that has been already paid for by grace or provision for by grace that's the that's the whatsoever it's whatsoever is on this particular menu of grace amen from genesis to revelations if it has not been appropriated by grace it doesn't matter how much you listen if we went to nando's and you said you want sushi they could, they're just going to tell you straight up we, we don't have that on the menu. Well, if you start praying, it doesn't matter how much you pray, it doesn't matter how much you fast, it doesn't matter how much you try to get water out of the rock, the rock will not give you water. You know why? Because it has not been provisioned on the menu. So here, when scripture says, uh, whatsoever uh, we ask, or when he says, if we ask anything, he, he puts the qualifier there. We have to ask anything, watch this now, according to his will. And watch how he ends that verse. He says, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You know, one of the ways I like to read scripture is to uh, uh, do, I like to call it the flip-flop method. I, I learned this from uh, Fred Price. Some of you may know Fred Price. It's a flip-flop method is, is, is to read what it is not saying. And here's what it is not saying what it is not saying is if i ask uh, uh anything he hears me you know why because if you just ask anything you're not guaranteed that god is going to hear you it has to be if i ask anything according to his word according to his will he hears us and here's another thing that i might uh, add while we're dealing with this is that uh, a lot of people then say well pastor t you just never know what the will of god is so how am i going to ask according to his will well his will is his word and if you ask according to his word you're asking according to his will and when you ask according to his word, you have a guarantee in 1 John 5 verse 14 that God is going to hear you. Now, if you ask outside of his will, we also have a guarantee that God is not going to hear us. So I'm going to give you a, a, a four-step qualifier uh, that's going to help you ask petitions that are founded on God's word. And uh, uh, that's going to help you to... To, 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 to just get most of your prayers or the things that you ask of uh, uh, answered and just see them come into manifestation and, and, uh, and, and uh, uh, really you're going to start seeing God respond to your prayers. You're going to start seeing God uh, answer all your prayers. When you, when you, I believe when you start taking this four-step process that we see in God's Word. So the first thing uh, you ought to do is, number one, you ought to ask yourself, uh, what would I like to receive from the Lord? What, what's my prayer request? Is, is it healing? Is it peace? Uh, is it... Uh 
uh, uh, provision, prosperity. What is my prayer request? And then you need to write it down. Know exactly what you want to receive uh, from the Lord. See, a lot of people come to the throne room of grace and they don't even know exactly what they would like to petition God for. In fact, a lot of people don't believe in prayer so much so that they don't even take time to consider what they would like to receive uh, from the Lord. Listen, I have so much trust and confidence in my heavenly father and in prayer uh, to the point that I know that God he hears me and that he's going to answer this prayer and because of that I take it seriously. So I want to know exactly what I would like uh, to ask from my heavenly father. So find out what is it if you're married and you're coming up with your uh, petitions together as a family. I usually encourage people to write them down. Know exactly uh, what you are uh, uh, petitioning God for amen and so the second thing is uh, you need to find out what does the will of God say about this particular thing in other words what does the Bible uh, say about this particular thing and this is why the prayer of faith uh, uh, the prayer of asking the prayer of petition is also known as the prayer of faith <laughs> because it is based on uh, building your faith up uh, in God's word and then approaching him uh, based on what he has said in his word. So for example, if your petition is healing, you need to find out what does the word of God say about healing. Isaiah 53 verse 5, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. He forgives us of all our iniquities and he heals us of all of our diseases and so find out what the will of God uh, uh, has to say about uh, this particular uh, uh, prayer request that you have or this this need this thing that you're about to petition uh, uh, God for and and I might I might add ignorance is not going to help uh, in this particular prayer because you have to know something you have to know the will of God because it is based uh, on on what God is is willed for you uh, what God has provisioned for you by grace and if you don't read the will if you don't uh, get to to read what the catalog of promises has to say about that particular issue and zero in on, on, on your prayer request and build your faith around it, man, ignorance is going to rob you of, a, of an answered prayer. So ignorance is not going to help you. In fact, I might add, uh, faith begins where the will of God is known. Uh, you start having faith to receive that particular thing. See, because you're not, you're not going to have faith before you receive. We're going to go to Mark chapter number 11, verse uh, 24. You're not going to have faith uh, 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 after it manifests. Once it manifests, you don't need faith because you already have the thing. But God instructs and requires of us to have faith for it before it manifests. So find out from God's word. Find out from the wheel, from the catalog of, of God's grace uh, if this thing is already provisioned for. If it's not provisioned for, uh, man, if you can't find a verse for it, if you can't find a scripture that talks about it, uh, man, it's not provisioned for and it doesn't matter how much you fast, it doesn't matter how much you fast and, and, and 
kick uh, to kick up a tantrum. It doesn't matter how much you do. You're still not going to get it because God has not provision for it. And the third thing you need to do. So number one, we said, find out exactly what you'd like to receive from the Lord. If it's healing, then write it down. I want to receive healing. Number two, find out what the scripture says about uh, uh, healing and then build your faith. That's the third thing. Build your faith in God's word to receive that thing. Here's what the scripture says in Romans chapter number four from verse 17 to 22. It says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. That was the promise that God gave to Abraham. It says, I have made you a father of many nations. Notice it didn't say, I'm trying to make you a father of many nations. He said, I have made you. It's a past tense reality that God has already done by grace. By the way, God said to Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations before Abraham had a single child. Why? Because spiritually it was a reality. The scriptures, the word of God, the promises of God are already a reality in the spiritual realm. We just need to build our faith so we can channel those promises into manifestation. So he says, I have already made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they do. Verse 18, who contrary to hope, talking about Abraham, who contrary to natural human hope, uh, in hope, supernatural hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And being not, it's describing Abraham now when he approached God in this prayer of petition. Being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. See, when you approach God in the area of the prayer of petition and the prayer of asking, the prayer of faith, one of the things you can't do is consider the facts, consider the natural circumstances, consider you know what you can relate to using your, your five senses because once you do that uh, it may sway you out of faith. So Abraham didn't even consider were these things a reality in the natural? Yes, they were. But Abraham just didn't consider them. In other words, he didn't make them a part of of, of, of his answered prayers. You see, a lot of people want to look at the economy first before they ask God for provision because they believe the economy is a part of the equation. So here it says, no, he didn't just consider it. He didn't consider it. And what did he do? He says in uh, verse uh, uh, 20, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. So one of the things you can do while you're building your faith uh, on what God's word has to say about you receiving that thing is not to waver. <laughs> do not be double-minded. We know what James says about that. He says a double-minded man, man is unstable in his ways. And he says, let that man not think that he will receive uh, anything of the Lord. Amen. And so we can't wait. We have to be focused. We have to be single-minded. I'm going to give you a, a definition of faith uh, uh, in a moment. And he says, uh, he did not waver at the promise of God uh, through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, or was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And here's the definition of faith now, verse 21. Being fully persuaded or being fully convinced that whom he who had promised was also able to, to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him as righteousness. Man, I'm telling you, uh, 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 the prayer of faith or operating in faith or the prayer of asking is founded in this one thing. 
you have to be fully convinced. You have to be fully persuaded before you even come to the throne room of grace. You have to be fully persuaded that this is God's will for you. See, a lot of people are still wrestling with the idea that uh, healing is God's will for them. A lot of people are still wrestling with the idea that uh, prosperity is God's will for them. A lot of people think, oh, well, you know, that's, that's an American gospel. No, it's not. It's the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God wants to provide for you. He says in Philippians chapter number 4, verse 19, uh, He will supply all of our needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. See, I'm a man who is fully persuaded. I know what Psalm 103 says. He says that God will satisfy our mouth with good things and uh, our youth is going to be renewed like that of an eagle. I know what John 10, verse 10 says. It says that Jesus came that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I know what 3 John 1, verse 2 says. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So I know beyond my Noah what the will of God has to say about me, Tafara, in the area of prosperity. And I've, I've, I've persuaded myself, I've convinced myself. It's still not a if or but issue in my head. It's a, it's a reality. I know this is God's will for me. So before you even approach God in asking, you have to do these three things. Number one, know exactly what you're going to ask for. Number two, uh, find out what the Bible has to say about that thing. Number three, convince yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I know in my Noah, that God wants me to have this thing. I mean, Abraham was so convinced, he even went to Homer face to, to change his name. He said, man, I'm here for a name change. <laughs> they said, what are you talking about? He says, I'm here for a name change. I'm moving from Abraham to Abraham. And they must have said, man, what, what does your new name mean? It sounds similar to your old name. He says, no, my new name means I'm a father of many nations. And they probably asked him further, you know, do you have children? You must have a lot of children. And this is at the point of breaking. Are you going to say, yes, I do have a lot of children? Or are you going to say, oh, well, you know, it's still work in progress. No, it's a reality. I have a lot of children. So my new name is a father of many nations. Amen. Abraham started flowing in this reality and he was, scripture says he was fully persuaded. He didn't say he was just, you know, persuaded or just convinced. He says he was fully persuaded. There was no room for doubt. There was no room for second guessing God. There was no room for wavering. He was fully persuaded. And you need to get to that place, uh, child of God, to where you're fully persuaded that God wants you to have the thing that you're about to petition him for. And I usually ask people this when they come to me and say, Pastor T, can you pray for me? You know, I'm believing God for this. I ask them, what scripture are you standing for? Uh, they did a, a research a few years ago and they found out that, you know, people that have a particular scripture that they're standing on, uh, on a particular request, have more success than people who are just shooting uh, in the dark. See, when you're shooting in the dark, sometimes you hit, but most times you're going to miss. But when you're shooting, uh, the bullseye based on God's word, man, you're going to hit almost uh, every single time. Amen. And so when you're fully persuaded, then you can approach God. And here's what it says in closing. I'm closing now. Here's what it says in Mark chapter number four, 11, verse 24. Uh, this is Jesus speaking. He says, therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you ask. Again, we, we explained what that whatsoever is. Whatsoever is on the menu. Not just whatsoever you can come up with. Whatsoever things you ask. When you pray, believe that you have received them. It says when you pray, you should, you should be at the place where you are believing that you have received them. 
Amen. He didn't say, uh, 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 you know, when you, he didn't say whatsoever things you ask, you should wait until they manifest and then you can believe that you've received them. No, that's not what he says. He says, whatsoever things you ask, when you pray, there's a designation of time there. When you pray, believe that you have received them. And you shall have them. See, you have to believe at the point of prayer. And how do you get yourself to believe at the point of prayer before you have seen this thing manifest with your physical eyes? You do it by going to God's word and fully persuading yourself. Child of God, you have to realize that these promises of God are dipped in blood. These promises of God are yes and amen. These promises of God are a sure thing. These promises of God, the word of God is settled in heaven. It is forever settled in heaven. It's not up for debate. It's not up for discussion. It's forever settled for heaven. And when you can find out what that will of God is for you that's settled in heaven you can have this confidence to give him thanks while you're still in the prayer closet see a lot of people uh, are, are waiting for the manifestation before they can say thank you but faith people say thank you while they're still in their prayer closet because they know they have received it he says whatsoever things you ask when you pray, that's the time designation, believe that you have received it. You must believe that you have received it. Watch this now. When you pray. And when you do, you shall have them. And let me close with this. Let me close with this. First uh, John 5, uh, 14 to, to 15. We started with this scripture. But now, having said everything that I've said, I want us to read this scripture with context, with understanding, with revelation. And I'm going to read it in the Amplified. And I want you to pay attention to what it says. And, I, and I, I'm going to close after this. It says uh, in First John 5, from 14 to 15 in the Amplified, he says, this is the remarkable degree of confidence. So fully persuaded now, you're at that place where you know beyond your knower that, that God is going to answer your prayer. He says, this is the remarkable degree of confidence which we as believers are entitled to, to have before him. That if we ask anything according to his will, in brackets now, that is consistent with his plan and purpose. And, and God's uh, plan and purpose, uh, uh, when it comes to healing, when it comes to uh, prosperity, when it comes to life, when it comes to peace, well, when it comes to deliverance, when it comes to salvation, is already outlined in God's word. So you don't have to uh, wish and wonder. I, I wonder what God's will is. Come on, just pick up your Bible and read, and you will know exactly what God's will is around these things that we, we, we are talking about. And he says, uh, uh, according to his will, that is consistent with his plan and purpose. We know that he hears us. Now verse 15, listen to this. This is awesome. <laughs> it says in verse 15, And if we know, he didn't say, and if we have a sneaky suspicion. He didn't say, and if we, uh, you know, if there's a high chance and a high degree of probability. No, he says, and if we know for a fact, as indeed we do, know that he hears us and he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge that we have granted, that we have been granted the request which we have asked from him. Man, just because you don't see it manifest yet does not mean it has not been granted. 
Even in the natural, we have more faith than that in human beings. I mean, if I came to you and I said, uh, brother, you know, you know, I, I really don't have uh, any money right now. I'd like, uh, you know, if, if you find it in your heart, I'm looking for 10,000 rand. Oh, man, I wish uh, if you could give me 10,000 rand, man, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 it would really get me out of this wall. And, and most of you that I have a relationship with, if you say to me, hey, Tafara, you know what? I'm going to give it to you on Thursday. You know what I would do? I would go home and uh, tell my wife, hey, you know what? Uh, we have that money. And she may ask me, where is it? Uh, you know what I'm going to say to her? I'm going to say to her, uh, my friend so-and-so said they're going to give it to me on Thursday. And she should say, oh, okay, that means we have the money. And uh, you know what? In fact, let's backtrack a little bit. While I'm still talking to you, as I walk away, I might say thank you. Before I even have the money in my hands. You know why? Because I have enough confidence and trust in your word. Well, let me tell you, brothers and sisters, you can have confidence and trust in God's word. And because of that, before you even leave the prayer closet, you should be able to say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you should be able to say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know why? Because I know I may not have the thing in my hand right now, but I have full assurance. I have full confidence to know that you are for me and that you have granted this request. Why? Because I have asked it in faith according to your will. And so brothers and sisters, this is just an introduction to the prayer of petition. I mean, we didn't even get into uh, some of the things that are involved in it, uh, uh, how God answers in spiritual format and we have to uh, uh, bring it into, you almost act as a transformer in the earth and how you bring it to manifestation in the natural realm and and if you want to get more on that you can pick up the book uh, every prayer answered i think it's still on offer uh, the ebook is still on offer for free uh, pick it up and read chapter three and you can get more detail on how to function in this prayer uh, of petition uh, man we are making these books available absolutely uh, uh, free uh, even though it has taken us a lot of resources to produce them. And the reason we are doing that is because we want to equip you uh, for success and for transformation. And so please take full advantage of it because there's going to come a day where we'll say, okay, enough. We've given enough resources for free. Uh, they're not available anymore. So I just want to encourage you to take full advantage of all these resources that we are giving away for free. We even added uh, Kali and Ashley's books in there. Man, whatever books we can get a hold of, uh, uh, from the people that we have a relationship with, if they bless us, uh, give us the blessing to give it to you for free, we'll do it because we are cheering for you. Uh, we are cheering you on. We want you to succeed. We want you to win because God wants you to win and he has called us uh, to be a ministry that brings uh, the tools, the necessary tools uh, that will make you uh, win. And so we're going to pray for you and we're going to go uh, into the announcements. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for everyone on this broadcast, their lives. Lord, I just thank you uh, for every word that we talked about this morning. Lord, I thank you uh, that this word will not be stolen from them, but Father, that it will uh, go 
deep into their hearts and it will bring forth fruit uh, to some 30, to some 60, and to most a hundredfold. Lord, I thank you uh, that these who are listening to me are fruitful uh, beings. And Father, we even pray that they may bear more fruit in their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen and amen. We love you. God bless you. Don't go away. Uh, my wife is going to get on and she's going to uh, 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 make a few announcements. We love you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Before you go, here's some quick announcements. We're still meeting every Thursday virtually as life groups at 7 p.m. So if you want to be a part of a life group, please send an email to admin at faithfulchurch.co.za. And then we've got a really awesome surprise just to wish all of our mothers Happy Mother's Day. We'd like to give you a free ebook of this awesome book, Every Prayer Answered. So if you're a mother and you haven't had the chance to get this free ebook, please send an email to admin at faithfulchurch.co.za. We have one last worship song for you. So please stick around because we really just want to say thank you, Jesus, together. And so we love you. God bless. We're always praying for you. And as usual, we can't wait until we can get to be a get together again. Bye-bye. I call you first, I call you last, I call you everything that you are. You are the one who gives to all more than we could ever ask. You are love, beautiful love that never fails me. You
me thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. See We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about how you can become a partner, visit faithhill.tv today.